CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Alan Witters. He is uh, CEO with Gravitas Infinitum. Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Michael, for having me. All right. Give us some background on you. It's a very illustrious uh, background on running companies over the last 30 years. And then I want to get into Gravitas Infinitum, what they do, and, and really how they do it. Oh, sure. Um, I've been, uh, I'm a recovering serial entrepreneur. Uh, founded a lot of different startup companies and uh, bought and sold a bunch of companies through mergers and acquisitions. Taken four companies public, uh, built a couple of the fastest uh, growing companies in the world and uh, focused on technology platforms, uh, renewable energy, biofuels, lots of different things. Owned everything from heart valve companies to golf cart manufacturers. Okay. Tell us about Gravitas, and thank you for that, Gravita Gravitas Infinitum. Well, we uh, about two years ago, we started a uh in the financial marketplace where there was a shortage of mid-cap companies, the inventory for private equity and hedge funds to buy. And we started looking around, and we also noticed that there was another social behavior pattern in baby boomers owning really good micro cap companies, but not having good succession plans because of the, their kids didn't want to take over the business or have moved on to a, a higher level career path. And so we said, there's an opportunity here to roll up good micro cap companies that the baby boomers own, uh, conglomerate them into uh, a large, much larger mid cap company and then probably go through an exit through an IPO or sell them to the private equity guys. Uh, we looked at seven to eight different markets. We uh, looked at things like modular housing, uh, healthcare, uh, adult services, outdoor services. And we actually circled around and, and looked at nutraceutical contract manufacturing as being the, the first one we would go after. It is, uh, got good margins. It is uh, fairly recession proof because uh, people like to, uh, when there's a bad recession, they self-medicate. They uh, like to go and go to vitamins and not go to the doctor. And then when there's a, a booming uh, economy, they like to actually extend their lives. So, so they go back to the vitamins. And uh, we like that uh, marketplace. All right, let's talk about hemp, nutraceuticals, and capital raising. Let's start with the hemp industry. Yeah, so in the nutraceutical business, 10 to 15, 20% of the business is now starting to utilize the, the CBD uh, isolates and oils and components of the hemp plant uh, in the products. Uh, and there's there's been you know a lot of conjecture and, and some facts around how good that is for everybody. And it obviously is a, is a booming industry at this point. You see CBD on, on every store shelves now. And that's what the nutraceutical companies that we're buying manufacture under all the different brand labels. Um, 
we brought some technology from our biofuels experience uh, into this industry, uh, and it's industrial scale technology that can do the extrication or extraction of the CBD oils, plus all the other hemp molecules. And that's really what we're interested in from an industrial perspective, is getting all the hemp molecules out and processing those. And so we're launching a whole new series of processors that are solventless, that uh, use water, and they actually pulls out 100% of the molecules and we separate them into an extrication liquor, water and fiber solids that can be turned into plastics. Wow, that's quite a few uh, um, product lines. Are you on? Yeah. Are you producing the product lines now, or, or you at an earlier stage in the development of the company? Uh, the company we founded uh, in in 2018. We're in the latter stages of actual capitalizing it. Uh, we're raising 250 million dollars. There's a, a a bond we just launched. It's a 12 percent bond. It earns 12 percent a year. Pays out annually. Uh, and it has a two times uh, conversion ratio at five years out uh, at the term uh, to equity. And uh, so we're capitalizing the businesses right now. We've already brought the technology into the companies and we're working on the construction of that. And, uh, you know, at this point, uh, the next stage in our business is, uh, is starting to acquire the nutraceutical companies for which we've got four or five lined up uh, ready to buy. Okay, so you're going to grow through acquisition, not not because you have organic um, patents on the processes that you come with, or do I have? Am I missing something there? No, no. the uh, The processes are trade secret processes. We're keeping them confidential. We're not going to patent anything there, uh, and it's uh, it's a vertical integration for us. We're we're acquiring new uh, profitable twenty to thirty year old nutraceutical businesses. And you know we, we expect that, uh, and this is a future state a, a future statement that we'll we'll aggregate a billion dollar company in five years, and the hemp processing is a vertical integration that just helps out our nutraceuticals to give them better quality control and better supply on the CBD oils that we're looking at. We also want to solve a problem for the farmers, and this is where we actually partner because it's not our primary business to be in hemp processing, but we can provide them the best extraction method mechanisms and methods to process hemp they don't have to dry the hemp it could be frozen it could be right green out of the field and we can process it for them and it saves them a lot of money and we actually share in the profits we share the profits with them on the processing and on the raw materials which uh, cuts out a bunch of middlemen that are currently in the many of the markets in many of the states today when you're talking to bankers, I assume that you're, you, with the kind of numbers that you're talking about, you've got to be talking to professional investors that represent large pools of funds. There, in the past, when I've talked about hemp products, nutraceuticals uh, off of the hemp plant, there's been a little pushback from some of them about federal versus state guidelines and the, the posture of some of the politicians in D.C. versus the, the posture of the politicians at the state level. Have you had any pushback about those kind of conversations? Yeah, so first off, uh, our company is purely focused on industrial hemp. Uh, we don't like any of the medical marijuana or recreational markets. We, th we actually run away from those. Um, we. The hemp plant itself has proven itself to have lots and lots of uses beyond just the, C the, the, the current flash market in CBD. 
So we work directly, and right now, as we speak, we're working with, uh, in Florida here, we're working with uh, the agricultural commissioners, their deputies, many of the county commissioners and, and city uh, politicians to make sure that all this stuff is really compliant and doesn't doesn't violate any of the laws. And again, hemp was federally legalized a few years ago. And, you know, the the biggest issue that we have is there's a lot of influence from the what you know the recreational side of this that just doesn't need to be involved in the industrial side and that's that's where we're trying to take a leadership position and and show the benefits of the hemp plant uh both for the nutraceutical and for other marketplaces what are you telling to the investors that differentiates what you're doing from anybody else in your industry sector um number one is that we start in the nutraceutical business and that's our primary focus so we have profitable companies we don't we we forecast we're able to forecast what we're doing for the next five to ten years because we're buying existing businesses the hemp processing is a vertical add-on that helps give us more efficiencies and actually more margins and it provides a, a benefit a societal benefit and an ethical and a social responsibility benefit to farmers it helps them understand that they have a off-taker for their hemp product, of which you're, you're going to start to see lots of nightmare stories of hemp rotting in fields, especially in the northern climates. Tell me about the processing um, location and capacities. We have, a, we have a project called Project Ultra here in Florida that we're announcing actually in two weeks at the Florida Industrial Hemp Show. And that, uh, that particular show, um, we're going to be introducing Project Ultra. Project Ultra is basically looking at opportunity zones across the state, which are, are you know, typically areas that need economic development. And we will partner with farmers, farmer groups, co-ops, various groups that want to enter into processing. And uh, we've picked 21 locations across Florida for that. We have the full support of the, of the uh, the state and the commissioners on this uh, and the opportunity zones from the federal perspective and tax perspective. And this is, uh, you know, an opportunity to, to do this right uh, and do it correctly and ethically and, and uh, under all the compliance uh, approaches you, we need to have. I'm familiar with opportunity zones. And so uh, am, am I getting this? Are you only growing in the rural areas or, or do you see, because there's opportunity zones in urban areas that, can I, I can see being of great taxation and ec economic value uh, are you uh, yes yeah, so yeah we're not a grower we're we're a processor equipment provider that will will joint venture with farmers and partner with farmers and mm -hmm. farmer groups mm -hmm. we'll bring them the technology we'll finance the technology we'll invest into the partnership capital uh, we will split the uh, our, our typical approach is to come in with about 60% of the capital uh, a farmer or farmer groups come in with 40%. We uh, then split the profits. We take 20% of the profits and the farmers get 80% of the profits. That way it, it introduces the farmers, not just to selling their biomass by the pound to the best bidder, but they actually get to in engage with the rest of the value, value added chain uh, in, in the, the hemp economy. And they actually end up becoming, taking, uh, getting that value add 
uh, and cutting out the middlemen with our approach. But are you taking the processing centers and putting those in the opportunity zones, or are these just rural opportunity zones for the farmers that you're partnering with? Well, they, uh, we can put the processing anywhere because our processing systems are containerized and modular. Mm-hmm. And because they're modular, they can be set up in a day or two and torn down in a day or two. They can be moved, they can be expanded very quickly by just adding more uh, uh, modules. And so everything ships in a, in, a, in a semi-truck. It's not a fixed plant. We start really small with our plants because we don't want to see a bunch of big white elephants out there uh, you know, that aren't being used. So it's, it's, it, we're looking at flexibility for the industry. Got it. Alan, thanks for being a guest on today's yep. show. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and download our new app, CEO Money, on Amazon and iOS.